Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It is the last midweek episode of the season. We got some over-unders to look into and some must-watch games coming up. Let's do it! Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake in California. We have Trevor Plouffin behind the dish. Producer, big baby David. And I think this is the last midweek episode of the season. Trevor will be out here in a week's time. And then, for us, begins live streaming season. And every single day episode season. And postseason season. And I'm excited for it. I'm nervous about it, and I am wondering what's going to happen in the last six days of the season that might be of interest to people. I think that's what we're going to talk about today. Jake, how are you doing? James, Trevor, BBD. Yeah, excited. Trevor's coming out. We were just scheduling some dinner plans. Um, Man, yeah, we're here. We're here, Harry. I feel like the next... The next midweek episode or whatever we're going to have to plan is giving out, you know, it's going to be a black tie affair. We're going to be giving out the all JM team for this year. So, um, you know, that'll be that'll be after the season and we'll get our trophies ready and all that. But it's playoff mode. Playoffs are already starting. We're going to talk about that a little bit. You know, they already started last week. Yanks and Sox. Uh, we got a couple big series and... We're going to check in on our awards. We picked some winners for you before the year. That's exciting. And, uh, man, a couple other sneaky races we just looked into. A little batting title chase. Ex-lovers. Trev, how are you? Jacob, James, Big Big Dong, everybody listening and watching. What's up? Wow. It's Tuesday. This is a Wednesday episode. I always like that. It's like we're uh, time travelers. That's kind of what I think about when we do these episodes. Like, we're in the future right now. It is plaguing us a little bit right now because tonight, as people are listening to this, yesterday was, I I believe, the most must-watch game. Like, if we were live right now, I'd say, tune into Phillies Braves. But as I'm saying this, people know what happened. If the Phillies lost, Mm -hmm. I think their season's Mm -hmm. over. If they won, then tonight, Phillies Braves is must-watch. Yeah. Oh, I think we better just give our predictions right now. Just when it's here, just tell me what's going to happen. Give me the score and the winner. I say Phil's win tonight. I think they find it. Their season's on the line. The Braves isn't. Wheels up. Phillies win 3-1 tonight against Morton. It's Wheeler-Morton? Wheeler-Morton. I have it as in the first three innings, it's lopsided affair. Mm. And then a comeback, but not a full comeback. Hmm. I don't know which way it's going. Ooh. Someone's up 4 nothing after 3, and you're like, oh, no. And then it might become I'm like, gonna... you know, 4-3, and then the next team makes it 7-3, and it's done. No lean on which team that is. No idea. Just the game. I just have the flow of the game. The game script. you got the flow of the game. I don't know I'm what actors saying what lines. Bit. You've got a hat on, Trev. I do, and here's my dream scenario is that the Phillies win tonight. So I'm going to go with you and back Wheeler and the Phils. Mm. I think they pitched to Harper when they shouldn't. Mm. He might hit a bomb. 
And then I think uh, our guy, Max, just goes and shoves. So, And then that ends the Philly season. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go um, five to three. Five, three, Phillies. three to one, seven to three. We all have threes involved, so that's huge. I will, we have a couple other games and matchups down the way that we think have a little more meaning behind them than just a single game. We'll get into that. We are going to do our update on our over-under at the beginning of the season. We all took over-under on specific teams. The last time we checked in was on August 10th, so we're going to update that. We also have some prop bets that we set at the beginning of the season. We'll give updates on that, and then we have must-watch games. So let's get right into... The over-under, because some of these are locked up. A lot of them, I think, are locked up. They're done with six games to play. Uh, And let's get into it. And uh, it's brought to you by Roman. Roman will help you be Roman ready. You can get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash talking and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and just take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash talking now to get $15 off your first month. There's a straightforward way to take care of ED, Jake. Want to know what it is? Roman, man. You want to be Roman ready. If your dick's not working, this can help it work. Like, what are we doing here? Got to go to GetRoman.com slash talking. Get started now. Save $15 off your first month of treatment. Trevor, would hey, you? Yeah. My, my pitcher's running out of steam. Should I leave him in the game? Or can I bring in a new pitcher that's throwing heat? That's why your last girlfriend broke up with you, right? Missy stuff. <laughs> but not anymore. Not anymore. I don't Roman think you like, get like a new dick. So it's not like you're bringing in a reliever. It's just like... Now, all of a sudden, you take this thing, and that pitcher who was gassed, not gassed anymore. It's like you went to the San Francisco Giants, and you got yeah. their coaching yeah. to help you out, and now you just have all the confidence in the world. Gabe Kapler's in the room with you, getting Roman ready. Yeah. His legs are crossed. He's got glasses on. He's got a pencil in his hand, and he's just giving Very you tan. notes in the winter. Very tan. Go to GetRoman.com slash talk and get $15 off your first month. All right. We, the way we've done this in the past, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 teams at the beginning of the year, what feels like so long ago, the three of us all agreed on the over or the under for these teams. And I'd like to let you guys know we're going alphabetical because we're cron pod. The Arizona Diamondbacks, they were 79. That was their over under 79. We all agreed. We love you, D-backs, mm. but that's an under. They're on pace to have uh, to win 51 games, and that's hilarious that because they've won 50, so they're on pace to just win one more yeah. out of the next six. So, good job by us. We nailed it. That's two games under 500. Like we At the time, we were like, that doesn't seem right at all. The thing that really put me over the top when we looked at it. Dodgers were going to be awesome all year. We thought the Padres were potentially going to be the Giants, I guess if you want to flip the script on those two teams. The one it really shook me 
when the Rockies' rotation as a whole clearly had a one-up on them. Um, and that was kind of a major red flag for me. And uh, our snakes here went a little different, but we're getting that one pick. And uh, we're, building, we're building for the future. Lavello's back next year. Yeah. Our year. He is. They signed him one year extension. Yeah. You know, have dinner with him, spring training. You're coming with, Trev. We're like buddies, man. Like, we're basically going to go there and talk about old times. How about no, it? No, that sounds terrible. Gonna, we won't do that. We won't do a lot that. Of drinks. We might talk about new times, too. Yeah. All right, here's another fun one. The Atlanta mm-hmm. Braves. Trev, mm-hmm. we all took the over on 91 and a half mm-hmm. wins. They got Charlie Morton. They're regrouping. They were a game away from the World Series. They got all those young stud pitchers that were in the ALC, uh, NLCS last year. They hit the under. They're going to win the division. Maybe. Depends what happened last mm-hmm. night in the Phillies game. Uh, they are at 83 wins. The over-under was 91 and a half. They're on pace for 86. Um, if they win out, they would be at 89. So that's guaranteed under, and we all got it wrong. Yep. Damn. I think we were all in agreement that we w- – we thought they would be tops in the NL East. Mm. And because of that, we said, that's got to be a 92 or above win team. We liked them a lot. So they were uh, middling most of the year. And let's not forget, they don't have freaking uh, someone named Acuna. Yeah. Someone named Acuna. They don't have someone named Ozuna for different reasons. No Soroka uh, was supposed to be a boost to that. So, yeah, that's... um. Hey, Phillies, I keep saying it. Prove me wrong. I hope we're talking on the Friday up that the Phillies did it and it's their NLEs to to lose. But if the Braves win it this year, they're winning the next four. <laughs> like, God. You've said that a lot, though. Said that a lot. Yeah. Not good. Haven't they won it for quite some time already? Isn't there like a streak going right now? It's their division, man. I don't know. Um, how many times have they won? I mean, you have to, right? I'll get there. Three. First place, twenty twenty. First place, two thousand nineteen. First place, two thousand eighteen. So they're they're on a hot streak. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Now twenty one could be four in a row. I just had to count that five. on my fingers. How about that? Five in a row. Five. Bam. Whatever. All right. Here's one that's interesting. The Chicago White Sox. Uh, we all agreed on the over, and they were also at 91 and a half. They had a hell of an offseason. We thought the division was getting weaker. We thought they were going to be really good. Uh, they've been on pace for the over for a while when we do this game, but now they're on pace to win 91.8 games. So that would be the over by point, uh, three or whatever. They're at 89 wins. You guys think they got this in them? Trev? Yes. They got to win yes, three games? I think they see the the finish line approaching and they want to go in hot. They know, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily a myth or just media narrative, like about going into the playoffs hot. Sure seems like it means something. So they're, they're looking saying it's time to start playing our best ball. Let's go. And I don't know. Got to be motivating at this point. Get ready to go play playoff fucking baseball. Well... Abreu and them just cleared the benches because Abreu's yep. sick and tired of being hit uh, versus a one-game rain makeup against Detroit. 
Their last three games of the season are three against Detroit. So they may have found some extra motivation to take those last three games a little more seriously. There might, I think Dallas Keuchel said he was going to hit a guy. And he mm. said that in his postgame. So I think because of that drama, unless Hinch gets the Tigers up for those games, are these now must-watch games, the first game between the White Sox and the Tigers? <laughs> How about it? If you're, if you're Tony La Russa, you better be in the freaking clubhouse saying, we're not doing anything. To the Tigers, we're not doing shit. Well, I, I mean, think because who gives a fuck? I think Tony's gonna get a redemption sprint in. You know, he he saw how how his big run went over Twitter. Uh, honestly, I think the pivot point might be tonight. They're facing your cousin Jim, mm. pitching for Cincinnati tonight. Riley O'Brien. Riley O'Brien, mm, not in my book, but I know mm. him from family events and all that kind of stuff. A double could be a debut. Irish he has name. no stats. I remember seeing that. Riley, O'Brien? they're gonna get there. You think so? I think so. I think I think the White Sox, Tony being old school, I think they're gonna want a little juice going into the playoffs. And like that last series, it's Lynn Giolito Cease, and you know their last start before the playoffs. You're still gonna r- let them run what seventy five bullets? Tony might let them go one hundred fifteen. You don't you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way he could be there being like, let's go fuck these guys up. He's got to be like, hey, let's chill out. Like, let's go win these games. We're not fighting anybody. We're not throwing at anybody. No one's going into second base hard. Like, let's just go get these games, get it over with, because we have something more important to play for. Our moms. Yeah, that's what I was going at. And Jess. Jess. Jess is watching. Add. Dude, Riley O'Brien's dad was a big leaguer. His brother Johnny was uh, on the Pirates. Or his brother Eddie was on the Pirates. His uncle. Does he have a baseball reference page? I can't find it. Riley O'Brien? Riley O'Brien. He has to, because he's been in the minors. Uh, Luis Castillo has like a family emergency, so it's like a last-second call-up. Yeah. Middle name, Chun, Chun Young. Dude, he was pitching. Okay, he's in AAA this year. Yeah. Okay. All right, I think the White Sox are going to hit that over, and we're all going to get it correct. Good job by us. Next up, Houston Astros. We all agreed that they would go over, and they have. This was the lowest line. We still can't figure out why it was so low for the team. It was 86 and a half. They're at 91 wins uh, now. So, so they're on, it, you know, our little on-base calculator we did – has them on pace for 94 and a half. That felt like it should have been the Astros over under to start the year. Yeah. Like 94 and a half felt like the number, and I think the three of us would have been split. Like, I think uh, that's crazy. 86 and a half, no idea where that came from. It was before Odo, but Odo doesn't account for eight wins. So yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know what. what a, they had the 500-2020 season. I don't know how much that played a part into it. I guess it must have some, but... That was also my my one of my locks on my prop bet sheet. I said Astros to make the playoffs lock. That's locked up. They're they're the dark horse, right? Them and the Cardinals, I guess would you call the Cardinals a dark horse? No, they're making so much noise. So people would yeah. play that. The Astros have been quiet all season yeah. and they're just like so quiet and they're gonna be in the CS and people Snake are gonna be like, oh, yeah. ass. Uh, I think them and the White Sox are the dark. To, I guess the White Sox. Nobody's talking about them. It's at just because they've had it locked up for so long. Yeah. It's all. It's just a problem of 
winning. Houston with, by the way, sneaky game. It happened last night. They've lost four straight, and they're hosting Tampa tonight. Like, I don't know. You don't want a five-game loser at this point in the season, but they also don't care. The Kansas City Royals. (sighs) We all agreed they would go over. I have great news for you guys. The over-under was 71. Kansas City Royals have 71 wins right now. I believe they will win another game. Let's get one. Just one more, and we're the smartest people in the room. Let's get one. They got Cleveland and Minnesota, so it's just a bunch of games no one cares about. Do you remember in late May, early June, the Royals had, like, the best record in baseball? Mm -hmm. Big offseason. So... Yeah, that's why we picked them to go over. It was Dayton Moore was actually making moves when a lot of teams were being stagnant. We said, look, let's give them credit. They're trying to win a little bit here, so mm. paid off. Not really for them, for us. More good news for us, and this one was looking tricky at times when we did this update. The Dodgers, they had the highest line, 101 and a half wins was their over-under. We all said over. We didn't know they weren't going to win the division. They are sitting at 100 wins. I believe they will win two more games. I believe. Mm. Do you believe, Jake? Yeah, this was one. I think when we first did this exercise, it was looking like the Dodgers were going to come short, and I uh, I didn't hesitate on this one. Um, by the way, we're getting into some numbers and individual stuff later. I was just clicking around the stats page. Best team ERA, the Dodgers. Uh, they are the only team whose team ERA starts with a two. Ooh. Enjoy that if they get past the Cardinals in the wild card game. When we did this on August 10th, the Dodgers were on pace to win 96 games. I mean, the Scherzer move is amazing. They are now on pace to win 103. Mm. We picked that before we knew they had Scherzer and Trey Turner. Imagine <laughs> if you told us that. We'd be like 114 games they're going to win. <laughs> Yeah, they did lose Bauer for Scherzer, so, I mean, he was having a pretty good year, but, yeah. yeah. Um, Marlins, we all agreed on the over here at 70 and a half. What were we drinking? Pitching staff. Pitching staff in the NLE sucking, which we kind of nailed. But, yeah, traded Marte, but we kind of yeah. knew that. They're at 64 wins, so... At best, if they win out, they would be at 70, which hits the under of 70.5. Bummer. 2022, go Marlins. They just... Jazz No beef in that lineup. Yeah. 28th in OPS, 29th in OBP, 28th in homers. Sad. But back to us being geniuses, guys. Brewers. We all said oh over. It was 82 and a half. The Brew Crew have won 94 games. Mm. It's done. On pace to win 97. We're the best. Easily. Uh, let's keep going. Twins. We all took the over here. That's not going to happen. What the fuck, Owie. The under is locked up. You know what we said about that. Great regular season team. They're going to win 96 games. They're going to get beaten in the playoffs by the Yankees. And, well, wheels fell off. Stunk. Have they? I think they're in last place in the AL Central. Have they been winning recently, like second half at all? They had a good August. They went 14 and 13. Mm. They had one winning month. Holy shit. 
Yeah, they're two games behind the Royals for last place in the Central. That's a uh, fall. Tough 121st season for them as a franchise. Not the worst 121st season, though. No. The Orioles was brutal. Mm. Yeah, Twins yeah, I fans, know. I think, have definitely out of all the teams that were... Like, there were people that picked them to win the division, and no one scoffed at that. They are like, ah, no, White Sox will do it. Like, it wasn't... No one could really... It wasn't crazy to finish dead last is insane. What happens, Trev? Like, they're going to have to figure out some things. Who they're going to keep, if the window is still open. Um, what about coaching staff? I think it seems like they're all pretty secure to me. Around Twins Twitter, it doesn't seem like Rocco's on the hot seat. Um, you know, they just they just made a regime switch like it's i think they're gonna stick with it and see what they can do i don't know man it's it's, it's definitely gonna be an interesting offseason because they have they're at they're at a fork in the road and they got to pick which way they're gonna go it's tough because i mean they were first the last two seasons they were second the two seasons before that although one of those is a sad second place 78 and 84 it's um, never been a deep division like for a while now when's the last time When the twins were the wild card is like it's been it's been it's been top heavy. There's been there's been a lot of champions and really good teams to come out of there, but it's been top heavy. Like the Tigers were were there, and then it was the Royals, and then the Twins kind of came along, and um, it's been now top it's White heavy. Sox. So they're taking now turns at Sox. least. That's nice. Yeah, Twins were in first place the last time on April tenth. Uh, they've never they had a winning month in August by one game. So this is it's been just an absolute abysmal season. Mm. And what they do with Byron Buxton is that's the key to it all. If they keep him, then they have to go for it. If they trade him, then obviously they're not going for it. Yeah, I'd keep him, but we'll see. All right, where were we? The Twins and then the Mets, we all agreed under. They had a crazy high line, 90 and a half. They're at 73 wins. That's guaranteed under. I mean, they're at 73 and 82. And now they're getting live comedy in between innings. So I couldn't believe that when I read that today. 73 and 82. I mean, DeGrom has been out, so I guess that's a lot. It's a lot. They also just didn't hit. Uh, They didn't hit. New York in general, Yankees and Mets. Just didn't their offenses just didn't hit in like very weird, surprising ways. Uh, the Yankees surprisingly have a great pitching staff this season. The Mets were supposed to be the pitching staff, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm texting Jolly Olive right now, Shea Station. Shout out. And mm. what are you going to say to him? Um, what's their record since DeGrom was officially out? Out because I remember we said that a few times, like, oh, since DeGrom went out. And now the numbers have to be absolutely cooked. When was DeGrom's last day? Well, we'll let Jolly in. Let's keep this moving. All right. Uh, is that the last one we all agreed on? The Yankees, that they're guaranteed to get the under. Mm. If they win the next six games, that would put them at 95 wins, and their over-under was 95 and a half. So the Yankees are guaranteed under. We all said over. Um, Why did we all say over? I, I'm Because the Red Sox weren't think. supposed to be good, and – Toronto 
Uh, we like their offense, but not their pitching that much. Yeah. And the Rays were supposed to take a step back. Not supposed yeah, to. That's supposed to. under on the Rays. You know. Yeah, I mean. The Rays over under was a joke. The, the other side of that is the, the Yankees are going to win 92-ish games this year, and they underachieved for five months. Um, so, yeah, man. But were we drinking just the the lineup Kool Aid, like saying like, damn, like they got a stacked. Trev, line. that's kind of the the tricky story of this. Their pitching has been really good this year. Yeah. Um. All the other guys, the the underrated guys, have been great. The, they are normally the Bronx Bombers, like they have that name for a reason, and they just haven't hit this year. Um. So hey, hopefully it's coming together. We got the. Have you heard about Bronxy the Turtle, Trev? I've seen it around social a little bit. You know, I like turtles, so I'm into that. Okay. I think a turtle would do well in a city, you know? Like, obviously, you have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's kind of, like, showcases it. But the turtle shell is just very – it's a good home. It's tough. It's tough. If you're a Yankees fan or you like turtles, go get a Bronxy the Turtle shirt at our store. Or, uh The Blue Jays. We all agreed that they'd go under 86 and a half. <clears throat> They have 187 games, so we got that wrong. And uh, the Blue Jays are so interesting because they really went for it, and I don't even know how much their trade acquisitions, like I don't know how much how good Barrios has been, but I think the mentality of going for it helped them the most and, and getting Springer back. I mean, obviously their offense bangs. I'm not talking about their offense, but – I mean, A, we didn't know Vladdy was going to be an MVP before the season. You might hear a little bit about him later. And you didn't know Robbie Ray yeah. was going to be a Cy Young candidate. I mean, right there, you just made up like 10 games <laughs> yeah. on two guys. But, I mean, Ryu's been um, less than you would have expected him to be. Yeah. Manoa's Jim, been you're going to love this. Yeah, Manoa's Barrios been good. You're going to love this with Barrios. Okay. Barrios came over. He had a 3-4-8 with the Twins. He's got a 3-5 with the Blue Jays. Um, he's got a 3-5-7 FIP mm. when he came over. Got a 3-5-1 FIP with the Blue Jays. His numbers are near identical across the board, just split in half. He's been good. So he's been what they got. He's been what they wanted. Uh, looking at his game log, it's definitely you would want this. There's, there's a three-game stretch of, of – all right, but there's two games that you'd say don't like. Yeah, he's been good. He's been really good for them. So good for them. Him and versus Cole. All right. Coming up. <clears throat> Other over-unders that are still up in the air. I think that's kind of interesting. The Cincinnati Reds uh, were 82 and a half. Will they win another game? I'm going to say they will. Yeah. They're not there yet. The Cleveland Indians. They've won 77 games. Their over-under was 81 and a half. So will they win five games out of their last six? Probably no. Doesn't seem likely. So then they would hit the under. But they play the Reds, right? Sweep the Reds. Sweep the leg. Flip two Jakey W's right there. Now we're talking. Um... The Athletics were 87 and a half. They're at 85. Are they going to win three more games? That's an interest. That might be the trickiest one where you just shrug. Dude, 
you know, I know this is coming out on a Wednesday, but the Monday night game really seems like it might have put the nail in the coffin there. Yeah. For the A's. I asked Jake that earlier today. I was like, so there are they officially done? And like officially no, but math wise, no. Spiritually, yes. They have two more that against hurts. Seattle and three against Houston. Are they gonna win three games? Like if if you had to bet right now, do you think Oakland wins three games and out of their next five? No. No. So you think the under's gonna hit? I'm a little biased there because I'm the only one that took it too. So. Oh, you're the only one that took the under. It'd be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be tight. Because they're still a really good team, and they have uh, Montas going, and he's been pretty good. And they have, I think, Manaya also going up against the Mariners. Who, man, you think they're going to lose. They just never lose. They're the new Giants. It feels like Oakland will come down to the last day of the season, a Houston game that means nothing, an Oakland game that means nothing, and how that plays out. The Phillies have already hit there. Uh over. The Pirates have hit their over. 56 and a half. It went to 58. Let's go Kotuck. And the Cardinals were at 80. So everyone else has hit. It's really, I mean, a lot of it's put to bed. James, let's talk about your San Francisco Giants pick here a little bit. Where is it? How come I don't find it? Oh, I was the... 75 and a half was, was was the number. I went under? I would love to find out why. I said that. <laughs> we need to go back and check the tape. This seems so low. But we were, it seems like we were probably goofing. We were probably saying we love Gabe Kapler. They made some strides last year. There's something going on. It might be the first time I referenced the player or the coaching oh, staff yeah. and you guys got mad at me. Maybe I was trying to counter you guys. You know, it's going to be fun here. I think a fun way to break this up is by divisions. I thought the Padres would be really good. I remember, I think I thought the Padres and the Dodgers were just going to take all the wins and it was going to be hard. Uh, the next three teams. Turns out the Padres were the team that stunk. Mm. Stunk. I mean, the Padres are at 78 wins, so. I just had them flipped. Mm. Yikes, man. Yeah. Padres, what is you doing, baby? Looks like Trev only won with the Padres under, so. How about it? Smart. Yeah. Smart guy. 94 and a half games was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, turns out. If memory serves me, I think I said they're going to be around a 90-win team and the Dodgers are going to run away with it, but the Padres will be good around 90 wins. They were not good. Well, right now, as it stands, Trevor is winning with 17 uh, thought-to-be-correct picks. If Oakland wins three games, you can get to 18. Jake has 13. He can get to 14. I have 15. I can get to 16. Lose everything. <laughs> Winner wins. Oh. All right. <clears throat> Let's go to the fun prop bets we did, brought to you by Tops NFTs. Mm. With the final week of the regular season upon us, here's your chance to collect the players and moments that made this season so unforgettable with the Tops Bunt MLB card trader app. Tops Bunt is the official digital trading card app of the MLB and MLBPA and releases new content every day featuring your favorite players, both past and present, as well as iconic moments like teams punching their ticket to the postseason and more. The app is free to play and collectors from around the world come together to connect, collect, and play their collections in real-time scoring contests to win in-app prizes. Build the ultimate digital baseball collection. Craft or trade in lesser-valued cards for more rare ones. Play the card wheel to win a prize with every spin and complete missions to unlock new content. Tops 
Bunt 21 will also be the premier destination for all the playoff action, releasing new collectible content with every twist and turn of the 2021 postseason. Download the Tops Bunt app now in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. How about that? Tops Bunt. Download the Tops Bunt app now. It's going to be a big October for <clears throat> NFTs. Still haven't gotten rid of mine. A lot of people have been asking. Mm. A lot of people have been there asking. I'm getting DM after them. I want the joms. I want the joms. No one, no one's. You know what it looks like you're holding right now? A jar a, of cookies. A jom, a jom boy, hundred thieves collab NFT. Mm. Wow, that just up the value. Blew your mind yeah. right there. Yeah, Supreme also involved. <laughs> Supreme yeah. is involved. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. I heard nameless genetics is also. Trev, do you want to walk us through the prop bets? I do. You know this is my favorite. We've had some good ones this this uh, this season. I'm I'm proud of what we accomplished, and uh, some of the picks were kind of spot on. We'll start with you, James. You chose four, uh, one of them being a flyer. So we're gonna give you three picks. Uh, your flyer was that green key to lead the AL and wins. I have no idea. I know he's not leading the AL in wins. Is he close? I don't think so. He got any, I think he got hurt recently. Uh, yeah. Just for anyone that's not familiar with the term flyer and all that, that was like a value pick, meaning value. It's like sprinkle, sprinkle some money on it. Cause the return is amazing, but I don't, I, I don't actually like think this is going to happen. It's just, there's an odd. It'd be very rare if we got one of these. Right. Yeah. It'd be very Fun. So you had that at plus four thousand. That's not going to hit. But you did really well in your other props. You said Mike Trout under forty-one and a half homers. That got priced in at plus one hundred. And the reasoning you said was, all it takes is one injury, and he's never like hit over forty-one homers in his career. Yeah, right? I think he did it once. Did it once, but yeah, did it like once. one two-week stint. I didn't want him out this long, but yeah, I, that one's that one hit. I like that one, and then. My lock, Trev. Tell him what my lock was. Mm. This was interesting, and it kind of looked like it wasn't going to hit halfway through the year. It was the Yankees to win four and a half more games than the Mets. That was at minus 112. You took that confidently. You put the lock on it. You locked it up, and it's hitting. It already hit. Yeah. So. Bang. Good for you. I'm just happy I got my lock. Lock. Yeah. So that's your, those are your two wins. Your one loss was a Trevor Story over 280 batting average. I think you were banking on the free agency looming, maybe a new team picking him up halfway through the season boost. Uh, but he got off to kind of a tough start and never really recovered, especially with the, the batting average. I think he's sitting 245 right now. So I think he, you'll take the L on I that think one. he was banking to get traded too. Yeah. yeah. I think if well, he got I mean, traded, yeah. I might, you yeah. might have a Scherzer situation. So. I'm going to blame the Rockies yeah. on that one. But going two and one is pretty good. I think you'd take that at the beginning win. of the year. Yeah. Yeah. The Trout's weird. Plus 100. Get it. How about Jake? Um, we'll move on. Yeah, move on to Jake. Now, the first one we'll go over is his flyer, his sprinkle, if you will. He took Corbin Burns to win the NL Cy Young at plus 4,000. That's so if you bet 100 bucks, your return will be four thousand dollars on it corbin burns currently sitting right behind max scherzer in the las vegas odds so this is a great sprinkle you have a shot here if scherzer has a blow-up start 
Burns has a lockdown start, things could absolutely switch in your favor, and this would be a home Scherzer run. Scherzer has a start against the Padres. I need Slam Diego to come out one more time. I need that relief pitcher to hit. What was his name? Camarana. Camarana. Camarana! Yeah. Need him to hit. Um, and then, yeah, Corbin Burns finishes Saturday against <laughs> those Dodgers. Game to watch. Uh, that's going to be a good... A good game to watch for some, and yeah, if I uh, if I hit the plus four thousand, you know there'll be some there'll be some tweets. Uh, some tweets. You win the whole thing if you hit the plus four thousand. You mm. win this whole. thing. I mean, it's a gentleman's. You know, we're gentlemen here. I'm gonna clap for Jake anyway because that's a plus four thousand, and you know, I liked what I saw. Corbin Burns is gonna get Cy Young votes. That's a lot. The fact a plus four thousand is down to the last week is pretty good. And yeah, man. What are the odds now if you bet on Burns? It was. I think we said they were like minus one hundred eight. Were plus one hundred eight. Plus, plus one hundred eight. Scherzer's down like minus a plus one ten. So, so I, I mean, mean, that's that's a win in itself. Still, if the voting happened today, awesome. he would still have a chance because he's sandwiched by Scherzer and Bueller. So if we could get some Dodger pulls. Votes pulling from each other. Bueller, most quality starts. Don't forget that, West Coast voters. Can I tell you why I think That's Scherzer important. gets One of the reasons Scherzer gets it. Why? A sentence that I think Trevor said the other day. I have a nice piece. Maybe it was Kyle. Someone said if Scherzer wins the Cy Young, he has like, he's in the, de- you said that? He's okay. in the debate for be- one of the best pitchers ever. He goes to all time. And... I mean, he already is, isn't he? But I mean, it's I get a, what you're saying. Fifth yeah. or fourth Cy Hardware Young. now. I think he's fourth. Fourth. I mean, if he gets a fourth Cy Young, he's got the World Series. He's got all the other accolades. Three thousand. And there's a little. You, you start know, doing pitching the in this generation. Sports writers, stuff. they want to be part of greatness and be in the presence of greatness. And if you give this dude his fourth Cy Young, you kind of cement that. So that's uh, the storyline voter, and, and and that happens. It's not robots voting. You know, he's already one of one, two, three, four, five, six guys. There's only six guys that have won it in both leagues. Scherzer's part of that elite group. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Clemens has seven. Randy Johnson has five. Carlton Maddox Jeez, each Christ. have four. So I think this would be his fourth. Yeah. So that brings him into, like, you know, the all-time starting five, essentially. So. But Bueller in those quality starts uh, every night. Let's move on. Nice sprinkle, Jake. Nice sprinkle right there. Your prop bets, Mm. your player prop bets, your team prop bet. We'll start off with the one that was the biggest (laughs) bozo pick. But you saved it by what you said about it. I'll go ahead and get it. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., under 28 and a half home runs. You said he's skinny, Vlad. Skinny, what do you, what's that name I gave him? Skinny Daddy oh, Vladdy. Slim Daddy Slim Vladdy. Vladdy. Slim Daddy. Slim Daddy Vladdy. Vladdy. You said he's Slim Daddy Vladdy. Yeah. He's never hit for power. He's more of an average guy. Doubles. You said give me doubles. Yeah. That one looks very foolish. I think he has forty-five home runs, leading the major leagues. In yeah, forty-six so, now. Forty-six that? now. Uh, 46. Yeah, so special. He. Uh, he is two points behind Yuli for the batting title, and I did suggest he might give that a run. And I said some MVP votes. Probably not suggesting he'd get second in the MVP. But, uh, hey, I thought Vlad would be nasty. I just thought it would be more in the gaps. Uh, he decided, screw that. Uh, 
Yeah, Dunedin, Buffalo, Toronto literally did not matter this year. I wonder what his home run total would be. Can, do we have that? Like, Can you do that for those stadiums? Do they have StatCast in those stadiums? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if you put everything and overlapped it in Toronto, would he have more or less? I'm guessing more. I can do that. John's on it. John's the best. Okay, let me move on. So that one was a bust, but, you know, you did hedge it, you did hedge it well. Thank you. you. You said if he does break this and hit over, I'll be happy yeah. as well. Other one, uh, Freddie Freeman, more home runs than Francisco Lindor. That is true. You got that at minus 112. Um, Freddie. And then your lock. I'll go ahead. What's the number? Uh, Freddie with 31, Lindor with 18. Locked it up. Um, Your lock. My actual lock. Speaking of locks, your actual lock. Rays more wins than the Blue Jays at minus 106. Got it. That's free money, man. Got That's it. That's free money. Give me every ex-player's kid. I don't care. You're playing the Rays. Rays are going to have the best record in the AL. By a lot. Unreal. I think I was the only non-believer in the Rays this year. I said they can't do it again. They can't do it another season where we don't know what the fuck they're doing and they just win all the games. They can't do it again. Well, they did. And they made me look stupid. Code breakers. So you went two and three in your prop bets. You have the sprinkles still there. Two out of three. Um, yeah. Two out of three with the sprinkle still there. I think so. In my opinion, you're one up in John right now, and then we'll get to mine. Right. What now. do you got, Trev? My sprinkle. Still alive somewhat. A pretty good sprinkle, I'll say. Uh, Walker Bueller to win the NL Cy mm. Young at plus 1,500. He was leading it for quite some time, and then he's had a few rough starts here at the end of the year that have really – Made him tail Trev. off. Still third in Vegas. That's where I but. differ with you, man. His quality starts. If I, if you've watched games on the West Coast, you have to be casting your ballot for him. Scherzer's got it locked up. Bueller not going to win it, but he sure looked the part this year for a lot of the season. A couple really bad ones, man. What were his odds at the so beginning? That one's season, out. Trev? Plus fifteen hundred. Well, you can still plus sprinkle the cheddar now if you want. It's plus 1,800 today, third. Yeah, it's tough. tough. That's tough. Go back a few weeks ago, and it was, I think, minus. Maybe about a month ago. Anyway, a little math on? Moving on from that, I did um, five picks. You guys only gave three. I was just you feeling You were just myself. hot. Jordan Alvarez over 33 and a half. I got it at 112, minus 112, and he is sitting at 32 homers right now with six to play. Jordan needs How do you guys two. feel about that? Who are they playing? They're playing the Rays, so he's never going to see the same guy twice. I don't like that. And I think they end with uh, A's. Oh, A's will be dead. He'll do it. He'll do it. I think so, too. I'm banking on this one to come true. It's still out there, so you can't. Can't count it yet. Uh, the other one that's still out there, Joey Gallo, <laughs> over 38 and a half homers at plus 110. He's at 38. So they're in Toronto. He has to hit a moon ball <laughs> in Toronto. We'll be rooting for you big time on that one. So, so those two are off on the side. Don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we'll move past my lock. I had Phillies with more wins than the Red Sox. And that looks sort of foolish now, but I don't think anyone was really super hot on the Red Sox prior to the year. Uh, but that one's not going to come true. So that's an L for me. 
And then I had Fernando Tatis Jr. over 168 and a half hits. Uh, got hurt too much this year. I think he's sitting at like 135. Had the average that I was looking for, just didn't play enough games. So those are uh, two L's right there. My lock was the Astros to make the playoffs. And they're in. So one and two. I think. On the ones that have already come out, I have a chance to go three and two if I hit some if we hit some homers this week. I think A biggest claps and BBD. So the three of us, all of our locks hit. Claps for us. All so the locks. you know, just take the locks. BBD, we begged for a lock at the end of the episode. He threw out a Tatis under one oh one and a half RBI. Nando sits here today at ninety five, I think. Six away from one. Seven more. He's seven more with six to go. So he'd need a big couple games. Padres are kind of about to quit on the year. If he hits a grand slam. I'm pretty fucked. <laughs> he wants. He wants the MVP still. Yeah, that's he's true. he's still battling for I the MVP. That dude's that. gonna be doing everything he can. BBD, that's gonna be tight. And Trev, you're at an interesting spot, man. You need at least one of those Homer guys to come through. If they don't, if neither, you're gonna be at a bad beat. Yeah, I'll go one and four. Thought Tatis is going to have a lot more leadoff uh, spot appearances. 23 games in the leadoff spot Mm. this year. So? Yeah, I thought the same. That's why I put us. He's going to get a shit ton of (laughs) at-bats. They just gave him all that money. They're going to play him till you know. Yeah. And they did. They played him so hard that he fucking subluxed his shoulder several times. Pull him out, (laughs) Tingler. He doesn't need to play. I like what we did. I think we did a good job, okay. you know, depending on if mine hit. We'll have a winning record and all of our losses. Yeah, you're kind of our pivot point, Trev. So we'll root for you. I think Joey Gallo's a lock. He's going to hit a homer in the last six God, games. I mean, Bronx has got to help him. Yeah. Well, he's scared of Bronx. Yeah. Yeah, he actually is. Yeah. It's going to be a friendship-forming moment, and from then. Yeah. He's scared of the turtle, huh? He's scared of the turtle. Huh? That's not official. Yeah, uh, we don't know that. We have him as the guy. The first time they let Bronxy walk around the locker room, he like did a bathroom stop during that. A lot of lot of sanitizer. You know, turtles don't even really need a cage. I used to have a desert tortoise growing up. We had a cage for it. He hated it, so mm-hmm. he just would like walk around our house. He had a bowl with his food and water, or whatever. And like we just like wouldn't see him for weeks. We'd see him eat. He'd eat our stuff. We just like would never see him. He'd come out at night and walk around. And then we found out he really liked to hang uh, like behind the TV because I think there was like some power cords back there that were warm heat. or something. <laughs> yeah. I do the same thing. Um, He's still alive to this day. Wow. Oh, yeah. Up. Desert tortoise. Update man. from Jolly Olive. Uh, since Degrom's injury, July eighteenth. The Mets have gone 25 and 40. Ooh. Howie. I thought. Did, when did DeGrom last pitch? Jolly Olive said July 18th. Bummer. How was. Did I see you doing Vlad Stadium math over there? Yeah. I also did that uh, math that Jolly just did, and he's wrong. So, mm. do you want the correct math? Ouch. I'm interested in your math, and then we can bounce it off the Mets guy and see how the stories differ. Well, he last pitched on July 7th. Okay. So, 
I don't know what. It's you so might have went to DL day. About the demeanor. first time I IL'd him. Morale. Oh, or the IL, excuse me, yeah. I think he probably went IL, right? Ten days after? Since he last pitched July 8th, they're 27 and 44. Same trajectory. Um, I was looking at Vladdy's home runs and seeing if he would have had more or less. Uh, I need to find the official date when they went to the Rogers Center to really let you know, Trev. I feel like uh, that was a pretty pivotal date. When was that? Was it? Yeah, I don't know when it was. Uh, it was it was earlier than I think. I Like August 1st is when I'm checking, and they were there for August. So that's what I'm trying to figure out, and then I can find it. Is it, against wasn't, the Royals? it wasn't it right around Canada Day? It was against the Royals? Yeah, whatever their Royals So July series. 30th? Yeah. Okay. The, fri- what, the Friday start to the Royals series. All right. Can't believe it says all that and not the day of the first game in the art- one article I clicked, but. Yeah, it is weird. I'll let you know how Canada many. Is July 1st. I don't know. I don't, are you, do you think it helped him or hurt him being in the minor league parks? I, I want to say it hurt him, but also Dunedin's a bam box, so he got that. And Buffalo's not like a tough park to hit in, but I would say Toronto's probably a better place than Buffalo. So He's been playing in Buffalo for like four years, so pretty comfortable there, I assume. Yeah, according to this, I looked at outs and doubles and triples, and then I'm overlaying those over Rogers Center. And according to this chart, he would have um, – Two of his doubles would have been home runs at the Rogers Center. So you can add two uh, home runs. And I'm just doing at home. So you can plus two. They would have been out at the Rogers Center. But then I want to look at all of his home runs and overlay Mm -hmm. those at the Rogers Center to see if there's any that went out that wouldn't have gone out. And it looks like there's one. So he would have had one more homer. Plus one. According to these calculations on Baseball Savant. Interesting. Not bad. How about it? Yeah. Take one more, Homer. Nice job, James. Thanks. I love when you go off on your on the mission and you just kind of are typing away. Yeah. Figured it out. I like doing that. Um, but then you can tests. click it and find it. So, like, sometimes, because I also don't really like StatCast uh, distance projected, so then I usually, like, actually go watch the hit and see. Because one of them, it was like a line drive, had a 22 launch angle, which isn't usually a home run. But Vladdy can fucking smoke balls. Mm. So maybe it could be, mm. you know? All right. Good job by all of us getting our locks. That's all that matters. Locks. Pressure's on Lock. next year. Locks. Pressure is on the, next year. It's a gambling company. Yes. <laughs> it is a gambling company. Uh, go to Magic Spoon and get cereal. Oh. That's what you should do. Cereal company. Cereal, really? Dude, I'd love to be a cereal company. You got any new flavor combinations you've been working on? No, I've been still saving my box of Blueberry, but I'm a subscription member to Magic Spoon now, so I have four more boxes coming. I Like Jake just reminded me, yeah. so I kind of have them coming soon. So I think to tonight, do. yeah, I might munch it up. It's a great snack, have some dinner, and then watch the Yankees game. And then um, suddenly, out of nowhere, just crave Magic Spoon cereal. Feeling really good mm. and giggly. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories a serving. 
Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. Build your own box. Custom flavors. They got cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies, and cream, and maple waffle. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Trev, you just got to go to magicspoon.com slash baseball. Grab a custom bundle of cereal. Try it today. Use promo code baseball at checkout to save $5 off your order. Grab your Magic Spoon, sit on the couch, and watch these games because they're important. Obviously, Phillies and Braves. There's two more. Question from Trev. Question from Trevor. It's more of a suggestion to Magic Spoon. I'm thinking about flavors that we could do okay. here. I want like a, a vanilla lemon flavor. Can we do that? You can't. Like a lemony. Yeah, we'll like lemon, lemon. vanilla. I don't like lemon. Well, Magic Spoon. Just think I'll about it. Think lemon. about it. I'm not a fan of lemon, but I can let them know for you. You don't like those lemon cookies with the vanilla icing? I, I'm not a lemon guy. Okay. But I think okay. I do Getting like closer. those. I think I do like those cookies a little bit. I'm just trying to, you know, think about flavors. I'm uh I'm gonna put a little Jake on this. Okay. Trev, mm. would you rather have your cereal taste like dog shit and be unhealthy? <laughs> or would you rather have your cereal taste really good and be healthy? On honest answers uh, only. The, the second option. <laughs> Then you're gonna love Magic Spoon, yeah, because it is the second option. So go get some Magic Spoon. Mm-hmm. You sold me. Thank you. He's an ad. He's, <laughs> he's an ad for guys. Before this life, marketing major. Dad used to sling some electrical supplies. You would you rather be in the dark or would you rather have vision? Yeah. Anyone that's I'm still listening or watching this, comment your flavor you want Magic Spoon to make below, please. I'm going lemon vanilla. Okay. I like you that. I like that idea. Yours. I'm I've going, never had a watermelon cereal. I'm interested ooh, in that. I'm going dogs in heaven. Dead dogs? Dead dog cereal. Shop at Jake's. I just think it's a beautiful flavor. It's gross. Uh... Watch the rest of the Phillies Braves series. Unless the Phillies yeah. lose any game. No, if they they can win two out of three and still be alive, blah, blah, blah. But No, they can't. Well, we, they already did something. This we're we're yeah. we're in They got a sweep. Sorry, they got a sweep. You can watch every, oh. every Toronto game the rest of the way, right? Well, the Toronto and Yankees matter for two reasons, Trev. One they're both fighting for the wild card spot. They matter for a second reason. Robbie Ray and Garrett Cole are the favorites to win the Cy Young. Garrett Cole pitches mm. on Wednesday, today, as you're listen, listening to this. So his teammates, his lineup, can go out there, crush Cole, and that would cement Robbie Ray. That would cement Robbie Ray the Cy Young, I think. But... If Cole Shoves has a good start, he's kind of right in the mix with Robbie. And then Robbie pitches on Thursday, and now it's up to the Yankees' bats to support their guy. So the Yankees' offenses and the Toronto offense can actually really help with the final push on who's going to win the AL Cy Young since they face each other's team. It's a very interesting dynamic. I think that's cool. I love that. I think Robbie Ray has kind of got it locked up, but I could see there is a world, mm. as Jake would say, if Cole goes out and goes nine shutty, 
CG and Robbie Ray comes out and throws a dud up there, I could see the narrative changing rather quickly. Robbie Ray right now minus 198, Garrett Cole plus 153. So, yeah, you'd need a a semi-dud from Ray and Cole to drop it, and boy, do the Yankees need it, and so do the Blue Jays. So, interested to see. How about Robbie Ray, man? On August 2nd, he was plus 3,000. August 11th, Damn. plus 3,100. And he has just been lights out. Awesome. Brandon Hyde pissed him off. I know it Got It doesn't matter, and I I've wanted to remind this because I looked it up before. Um, Garrett Cole is going to uh, lead the AL in wins. He's got 16. Nobody else has 15. Chris Flexen with 14 in Seattle as a... Re- no, he started this year. Thank God. That shouldn't really be a surprise to anyone. He's paid to do that. He was on a team that was supposed to win 96 games. Like I think he just kind of did his job. And that's awesome. That's I mean, right. Yankees fans, I know, are just ecstatic with what they got because there was a point here where the ball thing, sticky balls... Mm. That whole narrative was changing on Cole. He came out right after that, had a dud of a start, and people were pointing and laughing, and then Garrett Cole said, I think it was the the start right after that. Didn't he shut out the Rays or something like that? In Houston. Yeah. I said something last episode that people got upset with me about because I said he's he's been fine post, but his his ERA is worse. But I think his best starts of the year have come after. Since. So he has some duds in there. He pitched with on the hamstring, but you know his complete game shutout, twelve strikeouts after Houston was post sticky stuff, and and his seven innings pitch with fifteen Ks, one earned run was post sticky stuff. So I meant he's shown that he can still pitch afterwards, but a lot of people were saying I was biased because his ERA is worse. Well, I mean. Even a guy like that is going to have duds throughout the year. He just didn't have any duds early on in the season. You know? Yeah. No, he was really good. But his best starts have come afterwards. Like, he's proven that he can pitch afterwards. But it's also ticking up, so it's something that's interesting. I have a must-watch game. Yes, what is it? This one's a little interesting, James, because it involves a team that you really don't need to be watching right now. It's the Detroit Tigers. Mm -hmm. But little little uh Donnie Brook on the field with the White Sox after Abreu got hit and then went in hard on Nico Goodrum benches cleared we talked about this a little bit before the show they got more games against each other uh, to close out the year that first game it's going to be interesting to see if there's any retaliation we're going to get some WWE action i told you guys that Tony Larusa better be in his damn clubhouse saying no funny business Jakey does not agree. I think Tony's saying funny business. Yeah, I think he wants them to hit it right Tony's away. a spark guy, from what I know. Um, okay, I'll watch. You got to watch. I'll watch. It's like why people watch NASCAR a little bit. They want to see the car crashes, which is weird to me, but that's people say yeah. that, right? It's a little weird. It is very weird. I don't like that. I don't like stunts even. I don't watch NASCAR for that. I don't all. like when you go to like some event and then all of a sudden someone's doing like a death defying stunt and it's like I didn't I don't want to watch. I don't I'm not interested in watching you potentially hurt yourself. Stop it. Yeah. You're right about that. I don't 
no part of me is like, I hope this guy doesn't land on the net. I'm like, please land on the net. Please land on the net. Please land on the net. Yeah. I don't even like, you know, that's why I hate Nick Walenda so much. Yeah. Don't make me watch you commit suicide. Hasn't yet. Speaking of, uh, guys, it's a little outdated. The kids aren't as into it as they used to be, but the batting title still means something in our souls. Mm. The NL has a fun one. You're going to be checking in on the Red Sox versus the Nats this weekend. Uh, And Juan Soto is at 321, one point behind his former teammate Trey Turner, who will be checking in on the Dodgers to see, you know, we mentioned Corbin Burns' Cy Young start. Uh, If they have a chance to catch the Giants, boogity boogity. Trey Turner at 322. Man, I love a good trivia question and how the baseball gods work sometimes. It doesn't it just feel like on a broadcast you're going to hear, you know, the Dodgers traded for Max Scherzer, who won the Cy Young, and Trey Turner, who won the batting title. Um, I listen to some old-timey <laughs> broadcasts. Um, yeah. But. I was wondering how you heard those voices. Yeah, I pay a guy. He's in my apartment, and he just lets it rip. <laughs> Think anyone's ever done that? Hired a private Broadcaster? Blind people? I mean, yeah, for sure. What? Like an old blind man pays his neighbor kid to come broadcast something for him back in the 1950s. Why would he just listen to well, the radio? didn't have one, Trev. Didn't have hands either. Couldn't turn it on. Old people always have radios. They have radios with batteries. They have crank radios. Electricity was out. Mm. Crank radio. So how could the kid relay the... Yeah, it's iPhone. So this is modern now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and they're both handless. I don't know. I See, I was going the other way with it. I think it's a pretty big dick move if there's a big game or a big fight on. They're like, yeah, I'm hosting a party at my house. I got a guy calling it. I don't know. I don't think I'd go. What if it was... It's a guy calling the party. I'd what call. if it was Christopher Walken? I'd, t- I'd, I'd peek in. Oh, I wouldn't I'd want peek that. peek in. I'd I wouldn't want real that at all. I think, we'd, <laughs> so I think we'd turn him off about halfway. Oh, you could turn him off. Who's the, who's the one voice? I'm trying to think now. I don't know. Who has the voice of an angel that I'd like to hear? Like, that? if I told you John Sterling was calling a Yankees game, but it, he wasn't at the Yankees game, he was calling it at a house party. I think I'd be, I mean, I think I'd be weirded out. I don't know if I could do nine innings. I'd be into that. I mean, yeah. he's the guy who calls the game. So that's not, that's a bad, that's a bad. He's not good. He's fabulous. It doesn't. If Ron Darling is at mm. my house, you guys are flying out. I'll, I'll flip the bill. PJ, you guys come out here. Bring Ron with you. We'll do I like it. reading Trevor Plouffe's stuff. He's got a lot of good takes. God, that's so that ridiculous. Guy. <laughs> Are you gonna get another shout out this postseason? The playoff broadcast. <laughs> hey, what? Yeah, that what game was that? That was an Astros somebody game. It was me defending an Astro. Right. That was Altuve's fielding stuff. Right. Yeah. Fuck wow. man. That's good stuff. Oh snap! Love you guys. That was lit, man. Shout out, Coach uh, Ball Game. New podcast. Go check, check it, it out. out. All right, that's our episode. We're done.
That Ron Darling thing just, just put me in the spin cycle. Really if got. he gives you another shout out, I'm gonna lose my cool, man. I mean, he has to. Every, 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 I got to. I mean, everyone tweet at him until he does yeah. nicely. Don't don't harass Doesn't him. Doesn't he not have a Twitter? Uh, Wasn't that's what I'm wondering? <laughs> I've searched for his Twitter. I would love my, my takes aren't anywhere I would else love to tweet at Ron Darling and see what's up, but I can't. Can't do it. Maybe he listens. To, maybe he's a YouTube subscriber. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. Trev's coming to town to watch the games with us. It's going to be fun.